Amen, amen, amen. Ain't it good to be in God's house? So good to see uh, the choir back in robes again. <laughs> it's like a long time since I've seen that. Amen, amen. They look nice this morning. Just kind of reminded me of some old school things. Amen. Good to see that back again and again. Amen. Good to see Sister Rain praising the Lord this morning as well. Amen. <laughs> amen. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Sister Rain, but it just praise just looks good on you. Amen. Amen. It just kind of brought me back a little while. Amen. This morning. Uh, just bear with me. We, we'll get into the word in a minute here. Uh, I, I feel like just singing some old blood songs this morning. I don't know. It just kind of brought some back. Have you been to Jesus for your cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Well, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Come on, saints. Well, are you washed in the blood? Well, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Here we go, verse 2. Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Everybody say, well, are you washed in the blood? I can't get no help in here. In the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb. Well, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Say that again. Well, are you washed? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Well, are your garments spotless? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Verse 3. Well, when the bridegroom cometh, will your robe be white? Are you washed? Will your soul be ready for the mansion bright? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Let me get some help in here, y'all. Well, are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Well, are your garments spotless? Verse 4, last verse. Well, lay aside the garments that are stained with sin and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. One more time. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Well, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood? Grab your Bibles and stand with me. Well, are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless, white as snow? Are you washed in 
in the blood of a lamb. Amen, amen. Amen. Just before we call a text this morning, let's go in prayer today. Father, we just thank you and praise you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God, to speak to your people, to be in, in your house one more time for us to be gathered together, Lord God, to hear the testimonies of your people, to break bread together. Lord God, we just pause just to tell you thank you. Let me hear the saints tell the Lord thank you today. God, thank you, Lord God. We just appreciate you, Jesus. Just want to take a little time before we rush forward in the service just to acknowledge your goodness, Lord, and your kindness, Lord God. Just want to take a moment to recognize how undeserving that we are, Lord. It is of your mercies that we're not consumed because your compassions, they fail not. Thank you, Lord God, that your compassion, it failed not. It didn't give up on me. Somebody just tell God, thank you for not giving up on you. Thank you for your patience with us, your long-suffering, God. Thank you for the message of hope that you've given us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, times we've been discouraged, Lord God. Our Tamashe stood guilty as charged, Lord. I thank you that your blood is still works today, Lord. We appreciate you, Lord. Now let your word go forth today and encourage somebody. Strengthen us, Lord, today. And we ask all these things. And the church said, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to try to put this mic down just for a minute. Let's turn to Hebrews uh, chapter. I have two scriptures for you. Hebrews chapter number uh, 10. We'll go there this morning. Good to see everybody this morning. All right, I think I want, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's start at the beginning. Uh, 10 and 1 through 4, and then we'll go over Romans. For the law having the shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, y'all hear that, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. They wouldn't have remembered it. Wouldn't have any more conscience of their sins. Y'all hear that? Amen. Isn't that a good thing not to, for God not to remind you constantly of your sins? Let's just take a little time to talk about that. That's a good thing. You know, you might have somebody else throwing stuff back in your face, but certainly not God today. Amen. And so if the enemy has come back today and thrown something in your face that possibly you're ashamed of. I don't care if it's recent or years ago, whatever it is. If it's under the blood, it's under the blood. Amen. Amen. And it's under the blood. No probationary period. Amen. If, if it was something you did 10 minutes ago that you're ashamed of and you reached up and said, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I, I, I'm sorry. Lord, help me to get right. It's under the blood. Amen. And he didn't come here to beat you down today. He's come to encourage you. Amen. To give you a word of strength today. Somebody just say, thank God for the blood. Oh, come on, say it. Say it with some conviction. Thank God for the blood. Ah, God, amen. Verse number three, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance, again, made of sins every year. Talking about the sacrifices of blood of bulls and goats. Verse number four, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Amen. Amen. We'll stop right there. Let's go over. And uh, to Romans chapter number 1 and 16, I'm going to try my best to kind of marry these two scriptures together. Um, and, and that's such good news today. And it's news that you shouldn't be ashamed of at all. And so let's just use this as a text today. Romans 1 and 16 reads on this wise, For I am not ashamed 
of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Amen. May the Lord have blessed reading this word. You may be seated at this time. Amen. I'll try that. I'll do the best I can today. I had a kind of little rough morning, rough time ahead of me. Car wasn't acting right. Had to get out and push the car. Amen. Well, we here today. Do the best we can. Uh, I, when I, I really just thank God for that. Uh, let me just talk to you all um, today. I, I thank God for that. That's such a good thing for not to have things thrown up in your face. And you know, we do that to each other. We throw stuff in your face, brother Sean. Maybe you got them on nerves last week and here you come again this week doing something. Well, remember last week what you did. Thank God he ain't like that, just throwing stuff up in our face over and over again. I thank God that he blots out our sins, washes them away. Praise God for his wonderful forgiveness and his kindness and his love towards us. I thank God that this is more than just a cover-up today. Amen? More than just you putting a little makeup on something, had a little blemish, and you just want to cover up. Thank God for that. You know, there's times that we uh, have things that we deal with, um, and maybe we don't have the money at that particular time to deal with a certain issue. And so what do we do? We figure out a way just to kind of cover it up. All right, anybody in here know how to just make do with things? Anybody know how to, uh, uh, you know, you, you kind of just make do with what you have, amen? You kind of press your way. You don't give up so easily. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that we used to use. But anyway, just kind of making do with, with the things that you have. For instance, you get a burn on the carpet. Drop a candle, drop a match, something happens. You get a burn on the carpet. You don't have the money to go and replace the whole carpet. Well, some of y'all might have, but I know for me, what do you do? Well, you get a little rug, a little something, and you know, how to, you know how to make do. Get a little rug on the floor, and you just cover up that little spot, amen, and it blends on the end. Maybe put a little table over it, move the table over a little bit, and you fix it, amen, amen. Can I hear an amen from somebody other than me that know how to make ends meet, amen? You get a little bleach spot on that shirt of yours, and you don't got enough money, amen, to fix it. What you do, get a little marker or something, cover that in. Anybody ever done that before? Boys sliding in them pants. And, you know, what you do? Get a little iron-on patch. Anybody sport them iron-on patches? I guess I'm talking to rich folks in here today. They don't know about some iron-on. Raise your hand if you know about a little iron-on patch. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ain't got time to be buying all them new pants and stuff. So you just kind of cover the thing up a little bit. Or maybe there's a, uh, in your house, uh, you got a hole in the wall or something and you don't have the skill, uh, Brother Milo, or the resources or whatnot, and you don't have a Brother Milo living with you. And so you just, what do you do? Take a little picture and move it on over and you cover it up. Now, what, what is it? The hole's still there, but at least ain't nobody going to see it. Amen. Ain't nobody going to see it all. But I, I want to praise God. That he don't just bootleg you as a saint of God. Amen. He didn't just do a little botch job, a little just half job on you and on your soul. He didn't just move the picture over or just throw a little rug over. Anybody glad about that? Amen. But when he washed your sins away, he completely washed them away. Amen. And when he made you new, you are completely new. I can't hear nobody giving God praise today. I can't hear nobody, any new saints in here. You were dead in trespasses and sins you were guilty as charged had all kinds of holes in you you were messed up 
messed up, tore up from the floor up, and God didn't just throw a little throw rug or put a little patch on you, but he washed your sins away. Somebody give God praise today. Come on, you ought to do better than that. Give him some praise today. God don't have to do nothing. When he saved you, he thoroughly saved you. He makes you new and he washes your sins away. What a wonderful God that we serve today. Any guilty people in the house today, thank God that he expunged your record. Amen. Look back to see if the charges were there, but the charges have been dropped. You have been cleansed. You have been free. There are no charges against you. Where are your accusers on today? Where are those that will condemn you today? Thank God for the blood. Somebody thank God for the blood of Jesus. My God, ain't nothing new today. If we just spend a little time just thanking God for the blood of Jesus. What could wash away my sins? That's another old son. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What could make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. But in your heart today, something I'll say, oh, precious is the flow. That makes me, what is it? The white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing. Somebody say nothing. nothing. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. One more time, give God some praise today. Ain't nothing like it. Oh, God, ain't nothing like it. You ain't going to find no tide. You ain't going to find nothing, not enough detergent in the store to wash all those sins away. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. And that is certainly, if you didn't hear nothing else that was good today, that's certainly some good news today for you. Amen. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Amen. We ought to get back to some of those old songs. Amen. Amen. And, and not be really ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank God for that gospel. Thank God for that little bit of good news that Jesus Christ came and he's died for you on a cross of Calvary years and years ago. And even though it's been 2,000 years ago, his blood, it still works. Anybody believe that it still, his blood still works today? Amen. And why would you turn your nose up in, in such an incredible sacrifice that's been made for you? If I want to do something nice for you, you ever had somebody that you can't do nothing nice for them? <laughs> They're like, some people are just too prideful to get anything nice. And you know you ain't got no money. Amen. Here you are, broke as a joke, and somebody want to take you out to eat. I know I was kind of like that. It was time when me and Micah uh, were first dating. This just came back to me hot off the press. I guess the Lord just gave me this. Kind of embarrassing story, but we were out to eat one day, and we were actually we were not dating. So I did not take, for the record, I ain't take my woman out on no date and didn't have no money. So don't say that. But we just happened to be out to eat one day with some friends, and I just was kind of, I, I was broke. I was in college, y'all didn't have no money, and we went out to eat after church, and I just kind of wanted to hang out. So I thought I would get a little water, and maybe I would go unnoticed, maybe eat the bread, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Maybe, you know, they come and give you some uh, chips and sauce or whatnot. I just stop right there, eat the chips and sauce, and keep moving. But I guess Mike had kind of noticed. Uh, that I didn't have it, I didn't order any food, and so she offered to buy my food, and I was like, oh, no, girl, I'm not, I, I didn't have her buy my food that day, I, I just, I couldn't go out, I had too much pride in me to have that happen, so, but anyway, there's times that, what if I did take you out to eat, all right, and you sit across the table from me, and then I notice that you don't have, you maybe you left your wallet at home, you didn't have the funds, you didn't have a credit card, didn't have cash in your pocket, what you gonna do, go up back there and start washing some dishes, all right, and I sit there and I say, Brother Bobby, I got you, man. And Brother Bobby, he's so prideful. He's like, well, no, Brother Jason, I'm not going to let you pay. Well, you're in some trouble, man. 
and they ain't gonna let you here. They, they start calling the police to come and take you in. What are you gonna do? I'm keep on saying, Brother Bobby, I'll pay your bill. Man, why don't you let down on that pride? I'll pay your bill today. Well, what I'm telling you today that there has been an incredible sacrifice that was made for every last one of you in here, and every last person all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Somebody in this room who'd had no sin, let me see those people that had no sin right now. I ought to hear a little mouse run across the floor if I could, or a pin drop right now. Y'all, it ought to be dead quiet in here because let me see those that have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Thank God that he paid the bill for you. Give God some praise today. And don't you dare, if he's sitting up there saying, I'll pay the bill, I'll, I got you, I'll pay the bill today. Don't you turn your nose up at that. All you got to do right now, just leave the tip. All you got to do is just, come on, just leave the tip. In other words, just give me a little praise. Just give me a little worship. Just have appreciation. Just a, a token of thanks. I got the bill for you. It ain't because you are so good. It's not because of your works of righteousness. That's not what saved you. Amen. Now, I know people might tell you that, you know, you, and there's good things. There is a discipline um, in our walk with God that we ought to have. Anybody believe that today? Amen. We ought to pray. Amen. But you come in the six o'clock morning prayer. That ain't what saved you. Amen. We ought to testify. We ought to work for the Lord. We ought to sing in the choir. We ought to give ourselves over to hospitality. We ought to serve the Lord with gladness. But I'm telling you, it's not your works. It's not singing the choir. It's not you being an usher or a Sunday school teacher or me being a minister. None of those things are saving us. Those are things that I do because he has saved me. Amen. Because of the work that God did in me, now I can be a work unto him. Amen? I can do the works that God has created me to do. Somebody who believes the good news of the gospel, let me hear you one more time. Give God some praise today. Hallelujah. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the what? It's the power of God unto salvation. Amen? So in that sophisticated, that comes from the book of Romans. In that sophisticated metropolitan city of Rome, they knew all about houses. Yes, they did. They had probably a, a military. They had all of those things that were going on for them. Had um, an aqueduct. They had uh, concrete structures. You know, had big coliseums. It was a well-made city. All of those things. Amen. Um, but at the same time, even though they had all that power, they still had no power. Amen. With God didn't have any power to get themselves in a right relationship with God. And I'm here today to, today to tell somebody, it doesn't matter what your pedigree is. It doesn't matter whether or not you were so educated or well-to-do, whether you came from a prominent family that everybody knew in the church at all, you were still guilty. And in and of yourself, I don't care whose family you come from, whether you're from the pastor's family or for some little nobody that just wandered in on today, none of us in and of ourselves can get ourselves right with God. We all need a Savior. Somebody who's glad to hear about Jesus Christ today. Come on, anybody glad for the blood? Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. You know, it's so common today for us to hear about all these things that are going on in the world today, murders and violent acts, sickness and disasters. Men's hearts are failing for fear. And certainly in the year 2023, somebody ought to give somebody some good news on today. You ought to be one of them, a spreader of good news. There's, a, there's enough folk out there spreading bad news. Oh, I can, every time, everywhere you go, you ever hear somebody just real quick to spread bad news? 
don't you can't stand people like that every time you come up to them, they tell you, you just want to be the, the town crier, just real quick to announce something bad that happened. But Sister Regina, you hear what happened? You know, or you ever know somebody that just want to be the first one to tell something? I mean, if you're going to be the first to tell somebody something, tell somebody something good. Hello, somebody. Tell them some good news. And if you're going to be telling them some good news, how about tell them the good news of Jesus Christ? Tell them that Jesus came and he bled and he died and he took their place. Thank God for the blood of Jesus on today. All right, let me, let me stay put up here for a minute. But that, that's a message of hope. There are people who are in the world today that need some hope. I know that you might come from that little polished two-parent, beautiful family, you know, and you got it going on for yourself, and thank God for the wonderful examples that we see among us in this church today, but there's a whole lot of people that need to see a better way. You know, ain't a whole lot of folk up there that all they see is just bad news every day. All they see is mama and daddy fighting. All they see out in their community is people strung out in drugs and see drunkards and all kind of mess that's going on in the world. Confusion. You know, little children who are being brought up in some horrible situations. Thank God this church ought to be a beacon of hope. It ought to be a light in a world of darkness. And you, members, as you leave up out of this church, that light should not just stay confined to 6240 Georgetown Road. That light ought to go to your house. It ought to go to your job. It ought to reach your community. It ought to reach your neighborhood. And somebody ought to see something different in you. And somebody ought to see something in your habits and in your behavior that they can pattern their life after. They ought to see the love of Jesus in you and ought to see Jesus, the light of the world, hope being offered to them through you. Thank God for the light of the world and thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for that. Scripture tells us in John, listen to this, in John 3 and 17, for God sent not his son into the world to do what? He didn't send it. All right, now I know a lot of us think it's our job to run around condemning everybody. I mean, that might be what you feel like the, the Lord put you here. I have the ministry of condemnation. God didn't give anybody in this room. Let me remind you. I know you might be mad at me right now, but I get bold, even more bold as you get mad. God didn't give you some ministry of condemnation. Scripture tells us he's given us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. Amen. Change your uh, little adjective around. Rather than condemning everybody to hell. And I know there are some people. We ought to stand firm on what we believe. We ought to stand against sin. We ought to stand against evil. I'm not telling us to bend the truth and to act like sin doesn't exist, but help somebody. If you're going to point out somebody's flaws, show somebody who they can run to. Show them that there is a God who loves them. Show them there's some hope for them. Show them there is some reconciliation for them. Show them that the blood is still works, and if you want it, you can have it. God will pay the bill for you. Somebody give God some more praise right now. Somebody just worship the Lord. Thank God. Come on, let me hear from those that really have been forgiven of much. It's a shame to love much. That's what the scripture said. Maybe you ain't been forgiven of much, but there's some folks in here. You've been forgiven of a whole lot of things, and you ought to be the main one who says hallelujah. You ought to be the main one who claps your hands. You ought to maybe be the main one with a beautiful, intimate relationship with God. Hallelujah, this shows, this displayed in your praise, in your worship. You can tell when people are, have been through some things. They praise God a little bit different. Yeah. They do. 
You know, somebody, you know, there's a, there's a story behind everybody's shout. You know, everybody might not be an eloquent testifier, but in that dance, there's a story behind that dance. You know, there's a story behind that holler. There's a story behind every little tear that comes down somebody's eyes. My God, you don't know where God has brought somebody from. You don't know what God has delivered somebody from. And so they might just praise God a little bit longer than you. And they might get a little bit more emotional with you on every song. And you might turn your nose up and not understand why they go on and on. And why they seem to get so emotional. But God has been real good to some of us. God has brought us from some slippery slopes and some dark places. And God has brought somebody out of some difficult scenarios. And God has wandered into some dark rooms for somebody. Give God some praise. If that's your story on today, hey, Yamashaya. Everybody in here wasn't saved from the church pew. There was some people in some dark alley somewhere. Somebody strung out. Somebody had a needle in their arm. Come on and give God praise today. Thank you, Lord. My God. My God, today, some of you all, you don't even know how you saved. My God, you didn't get raised up in this. You didn't get brought up in this. I thank God. Hallelujah. But God has a way of reaching people who seem unreachable. People who seem like they're just out there and they're going to bust hell wide open. But thank God that he can reach some people. I thank God for that today. Hey, yeah. I don't care how messed up you are. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. There is good news for you. There's hope for you. There's reconciliation for you. You can be saved. You can overcome. You can be part of this kingdom. Come on and give me praise today. Condemnation. I looked that word up. And I'm going to be quick today. I'm going to try to take my seat and do it real quick in a hurry. I don't feel like it takes a long time. This is just old stuff we're just rehashing out today. Uh, another scripture, good scripture. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be what? Saved. Might be saved. Not be, just be told that they're a big, fat, greasy sinner going their way to hell, but that the world through them or through him might be saved. I looked up the word condemnation today and thank God for the beautiful Sunday school class that Sister Michelle taught this morning. I praise God for that message of hope. But condemnation is a sentencing. Sentencing someone to a punishment. My God. Imagine that, having that guilt on you. Anybody ever wrestled with guilt and shame? Had it all? It's like a monkey on your back that you just can't get off. Everywhere you go, it's just on your back. It's just a constant reminder of what you've done. And a lot of times, it's accurate. What we've done, it ain't just the enemy just accusing us falsely. He's an accuser of the brother. But guess what? Sometimes he write about his accusation. And those are the difficult times, amen, when you know what he's reminding you of, you really did do it, you really did think that, you really did go there, amen. But there he is, just to be that monkey on your back, just to constantly remind you of what you've done. But I'm going to reiterate this, because I thought this was a wonderful thought that Sister Michelle had in Sunday school on today. But what is the spirit behind that? Y'all hear that? 
Amen. We know the voice of God. Amen. And sometimes he does convict us when we're wrong. Thank God for that conviction that we experience from time to time. But what God is here to do, he's not here just to condemn you. He's here to help you. Amen. He's here to love you and to put you back in a right relationship with him. Whereas the enemy would do the exact opposite. All he want to do is just to beat you up so bad where you feel like just walking out the door and never coming back again. And I'm here today to tell somebody if that's your story. If the enemy's on you right now, trying to beat you down, trying to run you out of this church, trying to keep you from coming again, get back up, get back up, try again, dust yourself off, get under the blood, put it under the blood of Jesus. Come on, get back up again. Why here? Wash your sins away. My God, give him praise on today. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. My God, God is not against you. God is for you. He's not against you. My God. Ain't God, if, if he requires us to forgive others, how much more will he forgive us? Y'all hear that? I mean, you know, it was another thought that I had just this morning. You know, I was thinking, you know, I, and this really happened to me. It was one day, and I shared this again in Sunday school today. So y'all just going to get a little uh, reminder of what, I, what we talked about in there, I guess. But uh, having me, as a saint of God, some days, if you are honest with yourself. Now, I ain't talking to y'all who every day you get an A-plus on your spiritual report card. Hey, Amen. You on a spiritual honor roll every single day. But, I mean, if we be honest, at least I could be honest enough to say that there are some days that you just feel like, oh, man, I'm getting kind of a D today. You know, some days it'd be a C day. You know, I didn't handle that the right way. And you think to yourself, anybody ever do like a spiritual inventory? You start looking over yourself and how you handle this, what your conversation was like, what you discussed, what you thought about, all of those things, how you uh, maneuvered through your day. And there are some days uh, you just get a straight up F. And I had one of those F days, just to be honest with you all. I've had one of those before. And I had one of them days where I was kind of, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Anybody have one of them Lord, forgive me days? <laughs> Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. You know, and I thought about that scripture, you know, and, I, and I'm not, listen, before it don't text me later, I'm not telling you all that that's the right thing for you to do, to have one of them days where you just are over and over again saying, Lord, forgive you. I'm just telling you some of the things that I've struggled with, just being a little transparent right now. All right, helping somebody, all right? So anyway, I, the scripture came to me as that had happened to me, you know, and it came to me, you know, the Lord told his people or told one of his disciples, how often should we forgive our brethren? And what do you say? Seven times seven. Amen. And maybe you have been like Brother Jason. There have been some times that you've had one of them seven times seven days where you've been constantly, Lord, forgive me for this thought. Lord, forgive me for this struggle. Lord, forgive me for this. Anybody ever just ask the Lord, forgive you? Just a temptation. Ain't even done it yet. You know, but Lord, forgive me just for even being tempted by that. But how much more, because we have been so lavishly loved on, how much more should we be so ready to forgive others, amen, and to extend mercy to other people? How many people in here have been forgiven by God one more time? Can you just worship the Lord with me today? Lord, we just appreciate you. Lord, we thank you today. My God. John chapter number 10 and 10, the thief cometh not but to do what? He came, he didn't come to do nothing nice for you. Don't let nobody trick you. Amen. He might, you might look, look all nice. You know, he might come. You know, sometimes the thief comes looking real, real good. But it's same as a thief. Still a thief. Amen. I don't care if she hooked up, whatnot. I don't care what it is. If it, everything that glimmer ain't what? 
Hello, somebody. It ain't gold. So sometimes a thief comes, amen, but it don't come looking like a thief. Doesn't come wearing black and white stripes and a little bandit on his, on his face and creeping in and letting you know I'm a thief, amen. Sometimes some people come into your life, mess your life up, and the next thing you know, you're like, Lord, have mercy. You know, watch as well as pray, saints. But listen to this. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to do what? But what did Jesus say? I am come. That they might have what? That they might have what? Help this boy preach. That they might have what? That they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. That can be your story today. You can have abundant life. Come on, somebody. There's hope for you today. There's hope for you today. There's hope for the drunkard. There's hope for the uh, adulterer. There's hope for the fornicator. There's hope for the homosexual. There's hope for the liar. There's hope for the thief. There's hope for the depressed. There's hope for the weary. There's hope for the backslider. I don't care what you're in or what you got involved in. There is hope today. Give me praise with me today. God, come on, help me pray. There's hope today. Come on, somebody just stand to your feet at that moment. That's, this is your moment. Everybody ought to just praise the Lord. There's hope today. There's hope today. Let me hear some people give somebody on your role some good news. You just preach in your role right now. Let them know there's hope today. There's some good news today. I can hear Jesus say, come unto me, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Come on. Everybody that labors and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. You shall find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. This world might have beat you up and beat you down and just left you out to dry, but there's hope for this dark world today. Give him some praise, child of God. My God, hallelujah to God. I give God praise. You can be seated at this time. Amen. I, I don't, I'm not trying to be long on today, um, but, you know, it, it's a wonderful thing. You know, this thing, it wasn't done in some dark corner. You know, Jesus' death, it was the payment. It was the payment for your sins. And his resurrection, it was the receipt. Amen. The grave couldn't hold him. When he got up from the grave, that showed that everything that he paid for, it worked. Amen. That it was effective. Amen. And he got up with all power. Amen. And that same spirit, that same quickening spirit, it can be yours through the Holy Ghost. Amen. He is the first born from the grave. Amen. He is the first of many brethren. Amen. And that same getting up power, amen, that got Jesus out, out of the grave, it can be yours today. That's the good news of the gospel. Amen. That same Holy Ghost quickening power, life-giving power, death and sin wants to keep you held and captive to the grave. But thank God your sins can be washed away. You can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and you can make this rapture. Amen. Somebody praise the Lord again today. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm looking forward to that day. Amen. All right. As I draw to a close, amen, I leave you with this message of hope today for the Lord himself. <laughs> Everybody, know, everybody, I heard you, Sister Rain. Everybody ain't looking forward to that day. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Looking out in this world today, amen. Lord, I want to make it. I got to make this journey. Oh, Shia. 
My, my, my. Somebody just think about that day. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, got to see your face in peace, Lord. No more sickness, no more crying, no more goodbyes, no more cancer, no more death, no more murders, no more violence, no more worry, no more locking your doors, no more bad days, no more back up against your wall and trying to figure out where your next meal is coming from or, how, or your next check is coming from. None of those problems, no more business problems and all of those who are going through the stress and the, of day-to-day -day life, none of those things are going to be ever in, in existence anymore. How many are hastening for that day? Lord, when he would snatch and say, even come up. Anybody want to make heaven? Anybody got that in view? Amen. And I'm going to tell you today, you ain't going to get there on your own. Amen. You ain't going to just get there through just singing in the choir, amen, and coming to church. You better get this Jesus. You better get Jesus, amen, and you better get under the blood of Jesus. Amen today, amen. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain. Now, first of all, think about all those who have labored before us and have gone up out of here. All the people that we long to see again. My God. Them are the same people, the people that we have dropped off at the graveyard, so to speak. Those people that we set outside and watched them get buried. Amen. And we've gone on to live our, the course of our lives. Them same people that you feel like you've left behind are going to be first. Them will be the first ones to get up out the grave. <laughs> and we're going to meet them up in there. Come on, listen to what the scripture says. My God. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, the scripture tells us, wherefore, do what with these words? Comfort one another with these words. I'm not, if that uh, makes you afraid today, get under the blood of Jesus. You can go too. Amen. Get your sins washed away. Go on down in Jesus' name on today. Go down in this watery grave on today. Have all the sins that you've ever committed washed away and be filled with that power of the Holy Ghost. And I guarantee you, wouldn't it be wonderful for every person that we see in this room right now for us to see in the clouds together alone, gather together with the saints of old. Wouldn't that be a wonderful day? Anybody looking forward to that day? Come on and stand with me today. God, we praise you. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask our uh, uh, altar workers to come. Oh, God, I thank God that we've been washed in the blood. Hatana Mashiach. I feel like getting some old, some old blood song. Hold on, don't nobody come yet. I got to get something going. Uh, somebody, uh, give me a, I, get, I have this up here, but somebody throw one at me. Give me a blood song. Oh, we got all the new school saints in here. Sit down, y'all so slow. We done missed the whole moment. Come on, help me out. Who's that at? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my Thank you, Sister Brown. And now I am happy all the day. Come on. Well, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. The burden of my heart, it was there by faith. 
I receive my sight, and now I am happy all the day. One more time before we open the altar at the cross. And the burden rolled away. It was there. I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. One more time at the cross, at the cross, at the cross. And the burden of my heart. Somebody who has some burdens today, the burden of guilt and sin and shame. Come on down to this altar today, and your sins can be washed away. We have water here to baptize you in the name of Jesus. And on the second Sunday of the year 2023, you can be made new today. It'll be more than just a cover-up. It'll be more than just the Lord throwing some little throw rug over your sins. Your sins will be washed away. There by faith I receive my sight. And now I am happy all the day. Amen. Amen. Every, every head bowed, every eye closed. Amen. I feel like there's a few more people in here that we ought to pray for. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Amen. If the enemy has been beating you up, if the enemy has been on your back, if the enemy has been reminding you of your faults and your failures, and you know it's not been the Spirit of God, this Spirit has come to try to destroy you, to try to run you out, to try to knock you off course, to try to defeat you, and you want deliverance from that today, get to the altar. Don't even think about it right now. Come on down to this altar right now. Come on down to the altar right now. Don't think about it. Don't wait around for somebody else to come. Come on down, come on down, come on down. Come on down, come on down, come on down. Come on down, come on down. You don't have to live that way. In the name of Jesus. Anybody else, anybody else? I see them coming. Anybody else? Come on down. Come on down, come on down. Come on down. Enemies try to make you think that you're beyond God's reach or beyond God's help. Get on down to this altar on today. Let the burden of your heart roll away in the name of Jesus. Now I want all the saints of God, come on, reach your hand forward right now and help me to pray for these. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody call that name right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we need you right now. Lord, you see every hindering spirit that is not like you. Everything that's come to defeat, Lord God. Everything that's come to, to discourage somebody right now. Memories of the past, Lord, that it seemed to be playing over and over again on a reel, Lord. I'm asking you right now that they would feel forgiven. I'm asking you right now that they would feel, Lord God, as if, Lord, that weight has been lifted off of them. I pray, God, Lord Jesus, that it be more than just a song and sinners would plunge beneath the flood and lose all of their guilty stain. Lord God, let them leave this altar, Lord God, accepting the incredible sacrifice that you made for them at Calvary's cross, God. I pray, Lord God, Lord Jesus, against all pride and arrogance that would cause them, Lord Jesus, Lord God, to reject that sacrifice, Lord. We know, Lord God, that we don't deserve it and we have not earned it, Lord God. But yet, Lord, you've chosen us to be recipients of it. We gladly receive your love and your forgiveness on today. 
Help us to be better, Lord, and never to return to the things, Lord God, that you washed and cleansed us from. We love you on today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. You've been.